What up, people? Hello, hello, hello. Hey, 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 this is Laura. And this is our Dean, and welcome to What Happens After Dark. Creepy things happen. After dark. Lots of creepy things, like, like, crazed monkeys. Yes. Like a nope when he beats those people up. <laughs> Turtle farts. <laughs> yeah, Lily can attest to farting. Yeah. For my... <laughs> She's a farting machine. <laughs> Silly Millie. Yeah, her farts can sting. Yeah. Oh my god. I think Millie's farts have given Lily brain damage, though. <laughs> Pugs have awful because of their breathing, so they're oh. like. Oh, yeah, they make yeah. a lot of noises. <laughs> There's times even I wake up and I'm like. <laughs> and Millie's like. What I do is say she'll do it. And even like sometimes she'll surprise herself like, what was that? <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, Millie, she's so funny. My butt's talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> my butt's saying hello. <laughs> well, this is going to be a paranormal Episode. Uh, episode. So we found some crazy thing that happened in the United States of America in Kentucky, Moorhead. So the title says Mysterious Pale Figure Caught on CCTV Sparks Debate Among Paranormal Enthusiastic Enthusiasts. So this is found on N like Nancy D like David TV.com. Um you can find this on there and there's a video too, but in looking at this thing, it is creepy. It looks like a T-Rex. Yeah, like, like his arms are short. The and legs bent. are long. And, and even bent weird. Like at the yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It, to me, it's it doesn't look human. Funny. And then it has like the long leg. Like the neck and the head is all one long. Yeah. It looks like a... Like a microphone head. Like a recording yeah. microphone kind of. Yeah, exactly. Or, or a dick. <laughs> it's a dickhead. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. So it's, yeah, it was shot near Moorhead in Kentucky. Um, it has sparked the debate um, as to what that could be. Um, and it's the video on here, you can find it. It's about a 33 second video. I was going to play the sound for you, but the sound is mostly the people like so, recording, mm-hmm. so you can't really hear if it's making any noises. Um, but yeah, it's just like literally just like creeping weird along. humanoid yeah. looking, just creepy, creepy, yeah, creepy. like it's crawling or then it gets up and tries to, me, to walk. I don't know. It's, and to me, that's not like a spirit. That to me looks like an alien or something. Yeah, yeah. Like something. more in that in that. Yeah, it's weird. It's definitely not human. That's for sure. At least I don't think so. It's freaky deaky for sure. Yeah, right up our alley. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it is right up our alley. <laughs> yeah, and we're getting ready, guys. We're gonna go up in next weekend up to the Thistle area, and we mm. learned of a creepy cemetery we're gonna visit. So we're gonna have some some evidence for you, hopefully. Hopefully, for sure, pictures. And- yeah. Maybe I can try to do some research and make it an episode. Yeah, I would love that because I would love to learn about, like, the town Thistle before that happened. Because uh-huh. it obviously has to be small. That area is not was, big. It's not big at all. And so it had to have been, like, a really small, small area. But, I mean, and the fact that I couldn't find anywhere on the Internet where it said there had been deaths. But 
I used to drive by that at least once a week, and mm-hmm. we were talking about it, and you maybe nobody died in it, but it's a perfect dumping ground. Oh. And I hate to say that, but Sam Pete has so many issues with drugs and stuff that oh, it's I'm not even... pretty sure. Oh, yeah. There's a story about one kid up there that this gang, like, it was drug-related. They got him. His name was Wesley, and they made him dig his own grave <gasps> and then set him on fire in the grave. It was so sad. Oh, that's yeah. That's it took them a long time to find his body and stuff, and it was <sighs> it was terrifying. So that's crazy. So I would not be surprised mm-hmm. if I mean one of these days when the water finally does like go down, settle down way, a bit, they'll find a bunch. Oh of my things. gosh! Oh, they're gonna find a I'm sure. ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let's make that an episode. I think yeah. the whole thing we could combine it with that E from Cemetery and make it like two. Yeah, like, like it, make it one. Yeah. yeah history yeah, yeah that'll be interesting yes yeah, so okay. we'll bring you guys that for sure yeah that that's coming up all right well for this episode we're gonna talk about the leslie family tree restaurant it's around the same area in santa quinn utah santa. yeah we pass that when we go to nephi to get up in there <clears throat> yep so it's in the same area uh it's a restaurant known for its numerous family photographs and a giant scone as well as the fact that it is believed to be haunted by as many as 60 ghosts oh my gosh okay yeah we gotta go there it was featured in the dead files i think that's a tv show yeah uh one witness said the chairs here have been known to stack themselves with the uh, apparent aid of a helpful spirit well, that would make cleanup every day a lot easier. Well, yeah, you you've got an extra assistant that you don't have to pay a salary. So financially, that's a, that's a good thing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so Santa Quinn lies southeast of Utah Lake in southern Utah County. It was originally settled in the late 1851. It was originally named Summit City because of its location near the summit of the divide between Utah Valley and Joab Valley. Yeah, um, Joab. Yeah, Joab Joab? Valley. Okay. Now, Summit City was being settled by Mormon pioneers. Of course. Of course. LDS. (laughs) Never fails. Who were attempting to settle nearby Payson to the north. In, nine, in 1856, it was renamed Santa Quinn for the son of Guthick, who was a local native chief that was friendly with the Mormon settlers. Tensions started growing between the Mormon settlers and the Ute Indians, which eventually resulted in a Walker War. This war was named after the chief, the chief, <laughs> Walker, the chief, <laughs> sorry, it's the chief Walker. <laughs> a lot of the settlers uh, had a hard time pronouncing the names of the local Shoshun Indians. It was either that or they tried giving more English names to them. I hate that. I really hate that about... <clears throat> Keep it original. Yeah. Keep it the way it is. Just because you can't pronounce it doesn't mean they should change it. Yeah, no. Yeah. Anyway, the war was sparked in July 17, 1853, by a confrontation between a local Indian and James Anderson Ivy. 
The Indian was upset with a trade gone bad between the settlers. This resulted in a cold-blooded murder of a band member, Showy Showio Katz, who was a relative of Wakara. A Mormon militia unit went to Wakara's camp in Payson to try to work out a peaceful resolution and make a deal. However, no arrangement was agreed upon. The Utes demanded retribution and wanted the death of a Euro-American life for life. The Mormons re refused the notion, and a Ute Indian wanting justice shot and killed the, the settler Alexander Keeley on July 18, 1853. Wakara and his warriors began conducting raids against the Mormon outposts in central and southern Utah, while in turn pioneer militias retaliated. And that's how it is, like, if you, like, when we do go to San Pete, like, mm -hmm. all those cities right there, the mm -hmm. Mormons came in, and they literally mm -hmm. slaughtered the U Indians, oh. and if we remember when we did Skinwalker Ranch, the uh -huh. U Indians, I mean, that's U Utah, is yeah. U Indians, mm -hmm. and there's, it's just, it's so overlooked, I mean, in Mormon history, they really try to cloud that out, all mm -hmm. the, the murderers and everything, and... LDS, just, just like uh, they still do today. They try to cover, cover everything up. it up. Yep. Sick. So the Walker War ended with many casualties. About one year later, with a somewhat friendly, neutral understanding, this was personally negotiated between Brigham Young and Chief Walker that was finalized in May 1854. All those casualties are the spirits that haunt those grounds. Nice haunt away. Mm -hmm. Now, the Leslie family tree was built in 1974 and served as a floral shop on one side and a local bar on the other side. Downstairs, however, was where the real fun was, with boxing matches, gambling, and even a brothel. In 1986, Leslie Family Tree became a restaurant. If you've been there, you most likely had the 14-inch scones at Leslie Family Tree Restaurant. Sadly, those legendary scones are a thing of the past. Oh, darn. Leslie closed down in November 2020, just recently. So it's not open anymore? Well, I don't think they have the scones, the giant scones. But the restaurant is still operational? I think it might be. When I drive by, it looks like it is, but I don't know. It's tiny. So, some hauntings trace back to the land and not the building. It's thought that the land is cursed by the Utes. Back in the early days, the settlers and the Native Americans had a falling out that resulted in bad karma that resulted in a curse. Don't lick. Millie, no Millie has either. joined us. Yeah. Millie likes to lick my, my lotion. Yeah, she's a lotion. She, yeah, and she, she draws and gets mad when you say no. <laughs> She's a little princess. <clears throat> so, um, Leslie Tree Restaurant was not the first business at that location. In fact, various businesses used this space for over 100 years, oh, including a gambling hall, a bar, a bomb shelter, oh, wow. sporting goods store, a boxing venue, a Greyhound bus terminal, a gas station, and a flower shop. This place has had a lot of different things going on. No wonder. I... I think you can go there. I think it's still open, 
And if you make reservations, like to have dinner, they'll allow you to go downstairs and investigate, I believe. I would like to go downstairs and investigate that. Yeah. Yeah, that would be interesting. We'll see. So Wayne Smith, the father of Leslie Broadhead, constructed the current building in 1974. After he passed away, Leslie and her brother made the building into a restaurant for their mother. She was a school lunch lady, and they wanted to provide her with a chance to be more creative with her cooking. The food at this place was great, along with her scones. All the selections at the restaurant were homemade. Oh, no. It is permanently closed, by the way. Is it? Yeah, you can't go there anymore. I wonder if we can contact someone to go in there. It does have a phone number, so maybe we'll give that a call. Okay. So the restaurant opened in 1984. The building looked like a log cabin, and all the inside was and still is wooden. Photographs lined the walls. As her family became aware of the hauntings, Leslie Broadhead, the owner, started hosting ghost investigations with dinner. See? Oh, that would be so cool. That would be awesome. I think they might do it. She said the ghost brought a lot of visitors to the diner. Two male spirits dominate the diner. Millie. Next two ghosts from a car wreck near the restaurant were thought to be present. Other sightings involved a lady in a blue nightgown and a little brown haired boy. An unhappy lady in red was seen. And last, and my personal favorite people, reported seeing the town drunk ghost. He just liked to have a drink at the bar how cool is that if we encounter him i know that would be kind of we should sit and have a couple drinks and say come here have a have sit with us have a drink you know what reminds me of of, um that show with andy griffith and um barney fife and opie and the drunk otis oh oh my gosh all this the andy griffith show and otis the drunk like that's what i'm picturing (laughs) probably related (laughs) So the lady in blue and the little boy were thought to be part of a family from the 1900s. The lady, her husband, and her son lived in the town. The husband mysteriously disappeared. After that, the son drowned in the canal near the building. Oh. And the last tragedy, the woman committed suicide. Oh, gosh. Probably because she lost her husband and son. Well, too, and a lot of times, I mean, like, violent spirits, they, like, force people to do those things. Yeah, the ghost of the lady and the boy were seen around the restaurant. Oh, gosh. Leslie had a few stories of her own. She told um, of one time when the building, uh, the old wood building, caught on fire. She said the place would have burned to the ground if not for the ghosts. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. She also told a story involving her daughter. Leslie and Bobby came into the restaurant one morning, and the chairs were stacked on the tables. (sighs) That sounds like a scene right out of Poltergeist. Yeah. And lastly, you did not want to steal from Leslie. She said when people did steal, the spirits let her know who the thieves were. Well, that's like if you go into like metaphysical shops and stuff, they, even though they don't have cameras, they're like, they know because 
the energy and stuff, they they just know. It's really And weird. you probably feel bad trying to do that, you, I would think. You know, some, I don't know. I don't know. Some people are just... Yeah. Who knows? There's a freaky-deaky clock in the diner that stopped running until one day when it mysteriously started running again. <laughs> this doesn't sound out of the ordinary, but what makes the clock so creepy is that it started working again, but going backwards. Clocks are supposed to run clockwise, not counterclockwise. Yikes! Yeah. Ex-employees from the restaurant reported a lady in red. She never spoke to the workers, but she would scowl and growl. <laughs> uh, psychic stated that 15 to 20 ghosts or even 60 ghosts or even 100 haunt the place. Oh, no one knows how many ghosts are there are because of the portal or multiple portals thought to be in the basement. Different numbers of ghosts might be present at different times. Investigators experienced mood changes in the basement. Anger and anxiety were experienced. This is a door and a staircase in the basement that led to nowhere. Even Leslie, who was pretty upbeat about the hauntings, admitted that the basement was and probably still is a little frightening. Yeah, she believed the curse from the Native Americans trapped ghosts in the building. It could be because of the land more than the building. Yeah, but the land is The history of the war and all of that, they probably always linger. And you know, back then, curses were big. Yeah, and the basement, it's below ground level. So. Yeah, so that's why. <clears throat> so... When the diner was operating, Leslie didn't call anyone in to lift the curse because she knew ghosts were good for business. <laughs> Doors opened and closed at the diner. Footsteps and children's voices were heard in places where there's no people. Uh, lots of electronic glitches happened when the place was open. So it doesn't say if it's currently open now, but... If we're going that way, maybe we can knock and see if there's someone there that can give us information. Yeah, and well, you can try calling this phone number too and see. Yeah, okay. See if they answer or if it gives any information. Like maybe they do tours or something. Yeah, maybe they do. It's not a restaurant, but maybe they do some tours yeah. at night or something. I bet it shut down because of COVID because that's 2020. Yeah. And it's probably, end of 2019 is when it all yeah. started going to hell. Mm -hmm. And it's located in 77 West Main Street in Santa Quinn, Utah. 84655. And does it say the phone number 801 let's see if it matches. at all the photos. Sorry, guys. That's okay. Uh, where did it's on Ghost Adventures, too. Yeah, Ghost Adventures did an, an investigation there, too. It was insane. Well, as I show a phone number, 801-754-3499. Uh, yep. Yep, so yep. that's we can try and give it a call. Yeah, and just see. And see when we're going down there. We can, even if we just take a picture of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to share with our listeners and our fans. And their food reviews. I mean, they were getting they four were, plus stars. Yes. The food so. was good. And I guess this lady's scones were like... Oh, scones are so good. So good. But they were known for how big they were. 
Well, I saw a photo of them, and they are. They were huge. Yeah. They were huge. Huge, yeah. But that's the family, so that must be Leslie right there. I'm just looking on Google, guys, so if you want to Google it. But yeah. there's the scones. Look how big that is. That's delicious, too. Yeah. It's so delicious. So, yeah, we'll have to post some pictures about it. Um, we'll do that tonight in a little bit. Yeah. And we'll do from the other episodes, too. Yeah. We'll have to share all of that. But there's that. that's just a little bit wow. of information. There's not a whole lot. Well, when they, like, I think, mm-hmm. like, when Indians curse the land and stuff and trap spirits, I mm-hmm. mean, it's just, like, it's got to be, I know that there's spirits that get trapped. I believe that stuff. I felt those things. So I just, I know. And also... <clears throat> Indians were known for doing that, but how do you lift a curse? You do. You have to get a shaman to lift the curse. Oh. You have to have a shaman come in and lift the curse. But um, he'd have to do the whole land, not just Oh, yeah, the, they do. The when building. they go in and do um, the oh, curses, okay. um, they go in, uh, so usually several shamans will go together, and um, they will lift the curse. Sometimes it takes, you know weeks or days but in a lot of times especially if it's a large parcel of land mm-hmm. it can take longer um but yeah it has to if a you indian is the one that put it there i believe it has to be shamans from that tribe that go in and to it. take it so it has mm-hmm. to be from the same yeah i believe so oh, okay. i know that my friend wants to get some land in um uh in uh oh my gosh it just went out of my mind but in arizona and sedona and oh sedona um, there's land there that's cursed and you know she's got a team of shamans that she's going to pull in to lift the curse sedona is where they have the vortexes oh yes that's amazing i want to go there and visit the vortex and actually like do the meditation and thing like just lay there and just you know, charge my body with yes. that energy. That's got to be amazing. Yeah, that's, I just, look at, there's like so many pictures of this place. If you guys go on and look at it, there's like, I think these are ghost adventure guys. Yeah, those are the ghost adventure guys. Yeah. But yeah. it is, it's, it's just tiny. a little wood. It's tiny, yeah. Yeah, there's the inside. I mean, mm-hmm. it is really small. Mm-hmm. There's a picture of the Indian. I mean, there's a lot online, guys. Um, Pinterest, it looks like. I would definitely go. I wonder if that's Leslie there. It could be. It looks like Talking about, you know, talking about it and stuff. experience. Utah has a lot of things. And I actually just remembered another cemetery we're going to hit once we leave Ephraim in Spring City. It's like right off and it is so old. And there's like this one that um, is like they're buried underground and it's like a a door or something. Yeah, it's a really old, old cemetery as well. So we can stop there too and add it in. We definitely got to do that one. Yeah. And then we got to do the research on that. That town and the history of what happened yeah. to it. Yeah, Utah's I hope we get evidence. Rest. I would love mm-hmm. if we get evidence. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be really nice. So we're gonna do that. Yeah, we'll do that. That's next weekend that we're going. Yeah, next that Sunday. Way, right? Yeah, yeah let's, next let's Saturday, do that. Right. And I'll do the. I'll do as much research as I can about <laughs> that place. I know, Millie. She's really into our lotion. <laughs> It's like, like crazy. It's on the other side of the ammo No, we love you. I know, but we got to do the episode. Okay, give me your... Okay, okay. She's shaking my hand. Now. Okay, okay. 
Yes, we love you. <laughs> My animals are very, like, anxiety-ridden. Like, they have, like, separation anxiety. <laughs> so it's like, so oh, cute, God. though. They're so lovey. <laughs> you're yeah. so lovey-dovey, aren't you? That's why you're so spoiled. Lily's good. Okay. All right. Well. Yeah. Gosh. That was, I'm glad you told me about I didn't even know that place existed. Yeah. And my daughter has land in uh, Mount Pleasant. And every time we drive towards it, I've seen the restaurant. Yeah. Because you guys probably And I've seen the town. There's like a, it's just like the roof or the attic part of a house that's sunk. Oh, that's thistle. Yep. That's upset. That's, yeah. yeah. I was like, and, you, and it feels so eerie when you drive by. Oh, yeah, and it's on each side. So here's like the 89, and it's on this side, but a little house. And then on this side is where that one. And that house over the years, because guys, I lived in up in St. Pete since 2012, and it would, there were times where it had like shifted. Oh. So it, I think it depends on the water in there or whatever, but I don't know if they've ever drug it to see, you know like do scraping to see if there's anything in there i don't know but who knows but that'll be creepy and interesting i'm looking forward to next weekend i am looking forward we're gonna have a good sunday next weekend yeah and we'll have to the week after we'll probably do the recording for that episode yep yep and the pictures and all that stuff is gonna be good Alrighty. So the sites where you can find us Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Samsung Podcasts, uh, Podcast Inbox, Deezer, Listen Notes, Stitcher, Pandora, Google Podcasts, RSS.com, and tune in. Yes, and please email us, guys, at what happens after dark ll at gmail.com. Especially, like, if you have, like, lived in San Pete up near Thistle, and if you've had, like, any, like, experiences, yeah, it would be really cool to add into our recording next week. Yeah. So I'll put my feelers out to my friends that still live up there and ask out, you know, ask about, but, like, even other things that we've talked about, like Charlie Manson, like, if you remember those times, what was your experience and your feelings during those trials and when parole hearing would come up? Any episode, anything you want to share with us, anything personal, yeah, separate from the episodes, exactly, send us an email we will be so happy uh in honor to share your stories oh so yes please yes. what happens after dark ll at gmail.com and then you can find us on facebook at luna wad lee uh instagram is what happens after dark ll and tiktok is wad 1210 yep and then we have our Patreon site for you to donate if you like um so that we can improve and travel and travel and do more episodes for you keep you entertained uh you go to patreon.com and you find us under what happens after dark so please 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 donate us um share our episodes make comments rate us give us a five star yes please really be grateful and we have some merchandise coming up soon um and some goodies for yeah. those that donate. So thank you so much for being with us. And um, bye. Bye. Sorry, I was trying to smack Millie's mouth. <laughs>